Well, hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to the podcast series for SID Directors Conference uh, 2020. My name is Howie. I'm with the uh, SID Council. And as part of our post-conference engagement with partners and attendees, we're creating these bite-sized podcasts uh, to provide greater insights in, into some of the key topics that were covered in our virtual conference. The, uh, for today's session, we're very excited to have with us Mr. Theo Zugan. Uh, he's the Cyber Risk Services Leader in uh, Deloitte, Southeast Asia. Uh, Zugan established the Cyber Intelligence Center in Singapore and Malaysia and has played a significant role in design and implementation of various cyber and technological solutions in the finance, uh, financial services industry. So very excited to have uh, Zugan with us. And today we're going to talk a bit about uh, the lessons from COVID-19, uh, combating the pandemic as well as cyber threats uh, and some of the lessons learned. So Zugan, thank you so much for joining us. Maybe we'll kick us off with um, you know, this thought on that as all of us continue to adjust and adapt to the pandemic, uh, we do know that businesses are getting more digital and more hyper-connected. Could you share with our board members and our listeners in terms of how we should be thinking about uh, cybersecurity, given that everything is going to be a lot more digital? Howie, thank, thank you. Thanks, SID, for, for inviting me for this particular podcast. I think we, we, this year has been a fairly interesting and challenging year for everybody as we embrace and look at how COVID-19 has affected us. But when we look at cybersecurity, COVID-19 and cyber has a lot of similarities, right? Um, it, everybody is not immune to this. So whether it's COVID-19, whether it's cyber, that similarities needs to be embraced, needs to be looked at uh, more, more uh, holistically. So, so from that perspective, uh, we need to think about how do we prepare for it. And I think the pre preparation is absolutely key. Um, just like in, 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 in COVID, we need to have a proper strategy. We need to remain vigilant and we need to make sure that we remain resilient to, to when it strikes us again. Cyber has the same approach that we all should have. We should have a proper strategy as to what, the why, and how are we going to address this particular threat in our corporate uh, structure. We need to make sure that we have a good, secure approach and making sure that the, the framework that we adopt is actually uh, very, very um, resilient to, to what, what threats it, it, it is. And after we make sure that we have a good framework, we gotta make sure that, that we remain uh, vigilant to continue to be secure, making sure that we take care of fundamentals, basics, uh, whether is it on patch management, whether is it where we are securing, whether is it that we are monitoring these threats. So, so it has, a, COVID and, and cyber has a lot of similarities. One big component at the end of having a, a proper strategy, making sure we're secure, making sure that we remain vigilant, is the fact that you also have to be resilient. It will come and affect us. It will come back, right? Just like like COVID, we're seeing wave two, wave three in selected countries. We have to be resilient. So in cyber, the part of being resilient is that you must make sure that the team, whether they, the technology team, whether it's the business team, needs to embrace this and say, get themselves prepared. That if they get hit, how are they going to respond? How are they going to communicate to their internal stakeholders? How are they going to communicate with the external stakeholders? and making sure that they coordinate with each department, maybe also with, with external agencies to actually combat all this. 
So Howie, there, there is from the from the lessons we've seen from COVID nineteen, there is so much similarities with what we we are seeing it in cyber. Cool. The I, I think the the points regarding responding, communicating, coordinating, combating, staying resilient. Um, you know, if 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 I were to ask you based on your experience, what you and Deloitte have seen across the region, what do you think is the current state of play for companies? In this particular space of cybersecurity, do you think there's already enough awareness or enough companies that is practicing what you just mentioned of coordinating, communicating, and combating? What's what's your take in terms of the state of play of uh, awareness and actions in this space? Well, Howie, I think the level of awareness is actually pretty high. Uh, if you if you ask any board member, any senior management today, um, I think they are aware. And they know that um, as they embrace digital and, and move on their, their trading, their businesses into using digital platform, I, I truly believe all our, our senior executive and our board members are aware of it. However, that there is, there is a, a level of inconsistency that we are seeing. Uh, just like how, when we look at COVID, there is some level of denial uh, at the beginning uh, of, of this pandemic, if you remember. Right. Um, when, when the pandemic started, um, the doctors, the, the World Health Organization was, was sharing with everybody that, hey, this is a, a, a very uh, potent uh, virus. This is very important for everybody to take this very seriously. We, we see that, but yet uh, folks are, may not be, be very receptive to this information. They, they may be aware of it, but their actions are very different. We see that also in cyber, whereby folks uh, potentially is aware that this is a very serious issue, but a, very often they are either in denial or they think that oh, this, 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 is, this will hit the bigger organization, this will hit the bigger banks, this will hit the financial institution. We are SME, we won't probably be hit. We are hospital, we won't probably be hit. But <clears throat> this, is, this is not true, right? This denial of, 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 of the fact that the risk is right at their doorstep is not true. Um, during COVID, we saw a number of healthcare organizations, we saw a number of SMEs, we saw a number of manufacturing companies being hit by either ransomware, denial of service attack, or worst case, uh, confidential sensitive information was compromised. So, so from that perspective, um, I, I think um, while there is awareness, the level of action, the, the approach to handling um, uh, cyber uh, perhaps is not as um, what we would expect. Um, also, the, the, there's a second point that I would like to make, which is um, sometimes um, senior execs and uh, board member may, may tend to think that there are silver bullet magic potions to address uh, either COVID or cyber risk. Um, in, in, in some certain cases, we have seen uh, fake news, fake information telling people that, oh, certain remedies is available to, to COVID-19, right? Uh, similar to, to cyber, folks tend to take certain vendors, certain, certain suggestions that, oh, if you put this, this particular black box in there, you will be immune to, to cyber. It cannot be the case. This is, this is, this is surely not true. I think it has to be a holistic end-to-end -end approach, starting from, from internal board 
having awareness, the management having a, a good awareness, uh, developing a good set of strategy, right down to communicating to the team and making sure that you remain, remain conscious of this particular risk. So, so well, I, I like to repeat, well, the awareness remain high. I think we need to make sure that the common sense in us become common practice, that everybody practice good cyber hygiene uh, within the organization. Howie? Well, thanks, thanks, Zikan. So if you're the optimist, you will say that, uh, and you look at it as a half glass full, you say that there is good awareness. Um, but if you are a realist, um, I think to your point is that uh, awareness that is not converted into action uh, is dangerous. Um, and it sounds like from what you shared is there's no magic bullet and there's going to be a starting with the right mindset and then the whole strategy to execution, to communication, uh, communication and, and, and coordination and all that. So I, I think that's, that's a very uh, important message for our, uh, our listeners. Uh, the, well, if you switch gear a little bit, I think from cyber, because you make um, uh, comparisons of similarities between cyber and pandemic. Let's talk a little bit and maybe get your thoughts on, on pandemic management. You know, now that we've seen more than half a year of different actions by different companies and uh, different governments, uh, perhaps share with us your thoughts in terms of, you know, what do you think has been working or not working? So I'll use what um, the governments around the regions as, as, as a guide and also uh, bringing that into how, how similar uh, some of the combating cyber uh, will make sense. So one of the, the things very early on, um, and uh, we think that uh, see that a lot of governments have gone with a very good framework approach, uh, starting with, with what, what is classified as different grades, different types of threats. I think in cyber, it is the same approach. Um, uh, we, we like uh, the NIST, the US NIST framework, which we have adopted in, in Deloitte for our cyber strategy framework. And that framework has, is guides, um, provides a good guide. Uh, we shared during the SID conference, the 34 components of that, that framework. Uh, it is important to have a good starting point, right? Um, the second, second part to that, uh, we also see that the various um, countries adopting an approach of what we will call uh, continuous assurance, uh, providing assurance over and over again through testing, right? Uh, testing of the, the folks coming in, testing of folks uh, in, in the dormitory and making sure that they remain uh, either uh, free from COVID uh, or for the matter, those who have contracted, have they recovered and over period to retest them again. This concept of test, test and retest uh, provides a level of assurance that that environment is sterile and that the environment is free from COVID. This, the same principle can be applied to cyber because in your production environment, in your business environment, critical applications, critical systems need to be tested to make sure that there is no threats or the threats are adequately patched. One of the, the, the concept of testing is that it is a point in time. Uh, you cannot take the, the situation whereby you test it uh, a, this today, it will be, remain valid for the next 10 years. So testing has to be done periodically. And whenever there is a major change, uh, organizations should think about testing it again to make sure that the system's uh, security, whether it's configuration, whether it's the code, remains secure uh, for and is fit for purpose. Uh, one of the third that we see is this concept of 
building trust. Um, Singapore, as, as you know, is uh, starting a travel bubble uh, with a few countries. And this trust is, is not trust based on blind faith. This trust is based, based on facts, based on verification that the other party has also done the right thing. I think in, 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 in cyber, this is also very true. Um, when we receive an email, uh, do we click on those that link? Is it trustworthy? Do we consider, consider that, that email to be trustworthy? So that trust is not only on, on emails, also between communication between um, companies to companies uh, through electronic means. Uh, when you're transacting with a third party, you're exchanging files with the third party, when you're going through a messaging platform, what's that verification process that you have done? Create, create that trust, the trust bubble that you have with your, with your um, uh, business partner. Um, fourthly, I think this continuous awareness and, and, and we are into the eighth month of this particular pandemic and we still continue to be bombarded with a lot of uh, awareness uh, in various medias, whether is it in social, whether is it in, in mainstream media, whether is it in papers, we continue to have that reminder that, hey, please put on a mask, please uh, make sure your, your hands are clean and, 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 and before you touch your face uh, and, and do the right thing. This level of awareness needs to go on in cyber as well. People will forget people uh, the folks that, that in the organization will, will sometimes have this curiosity of, of click, clicking on links that probably has not been verified. So the, whether is it uh, delivering the awareness through web, whether we're delivering the awareness through some form of training or posters or corporate announcements, that level of awareness uh, on a continuous basis needs to be executed. Um, and in, in corporate setup, not only when we need to have the awareness at the board level, the awareness needs to go right down to the, the basement level, right? Everybody needs to be aware because the weakest link is the, that one individual that clicked on that particular uh, phishing email. Last but not least, in, in my mind, uh, is not to, to forget that you do still have a, a situation of the physical environment. Right, um, the physical environment. Very often, when folks start thinking of cyber, they, they forget about that physical environment. Um, in in COVID nineteen, we look at our, our, our borders and we, we we look at who is entering our border. When we look at uh, folks walking on the street, who is not wearing a mask? Well, when someone enters your organize the the organization, uh, opening tailgating someone into the building, maybe coming into to the server room, coming into your office, do we verify that that person is actually uh, someone um, that is belonging to the organization? Or for that matter, is he, should he be on that floor, right? Now with, with all of us wearing masks, it's, it's sometimes not so easy to verify. That physical uh, presence is very important to us to, to check that person actually belongs to the organization and has, has jurisdiction to enter. Because when he enters, Right, he can get into a network point. He can get get into the the Wi-Fi and various things. He can do various things. So very important to make sure that from a physical standpoint, we also have good protection uh, of our server rooms, of our network connective points, and and our physical uh, locations as well. 
Howie. Great. Well, Zukan, thanks so much for that. I think the way you have uh, shared the views using or, or having the parallels between the pandemic and cybersecurity, it's very insightful, makes it so much easier to remember. And, and for our listeners, I'm sure you, you found this session insightful and interesting as well, because um, I think the main one I took away was that like both the pandemic and cyber, uh, it is about the weakest link. And it's a wonderful re reminder for all of us as well. So Zigan, thank you so much for, for being with us and sharing your insights, your thoughts and your, your experience. And uh, for our listeners, if you'd like to find out more, I'm sure you can reach out to Deloitte, you can reach out to Zigan uh, to have a further conversation. And But we do hope that you've enjoyed this podcast and um, that you will find time for the other podcasts that we have as well. So uh, Zigan, thank you very much. And uh, to everyone listening in, uh, thank you for um, participating and, and listening to this podcast. Thank you.